Hey friends, welcome to Elevated You with me, Kay Cote. Think of me as that friend in your corner, helping you to befriend your inner bully. What is an inner bully? You know, that naysaying voice that's holding you back from reaching your dreams and goals. I'm here to help you break through the lies, self-doubt, and fears that hold you back so you can reach the truest version of yourself. On this show, I share real-life stories, impactful conversations, and resources to help you live an elevated life. You know those times in life when you're at a pivot point or a low point in life where you feel like you're stuck? My next guest shares a story where he has not only hit that point once in his life, but actually twice in his life and a creative outlet that inspired him to get out of his rut. My dear friend Dustin, also known as DJ Dills, found a passion for music that has inspired his drive for life. He has a dream to play the biggest festivals and help people find joy through music. Dustin uprooted his life to move to Austin, Texas and grow his music career. If you're ready for an inspiring conversation that sparks your creativity and reminds you to celebrate you, this episode is for you. It's time to get elevated. Um, all right, so Dustin, DJ Dills, <laughs> which I love. I think of a dill pickle, I won't lie. <laughs> uh, you're not the first person to say that, and you won't be the last. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, I just think of this, like, pickle on a DJ, like, on a DJ, like, at a DJ booth, just, like, jamming out. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, you're you're not the first person to say that. And I imagine the exact same thing every time. You you might need to like do some marketing around that and have like a pickle mask. <laughs> it's too bad there's a DJ pickle already, or I would probably come up with something. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. I love that. Well, okay. So Dustin, DJ Dills, I love this. I love that we've had this opportunity to connect, especially both as creatives and both as finding creativity as a very life-giving time in our lives when we were struggling. And so I'd love to hear a bit about your backstory, who you are and who you are as an artist. Sure. Uh, first off, um, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I'm really thankful that you resonated with my story. I didn't think I had a story when I moved here. And um, when I started meeting so many people, they kept saying, hey, man, like, that's really brave and really, like, inspiring of what you did and your story. And I've kind of now realized that I do have a story. And um, I thank you for acknowledging that and so many other people. And it's gotten to push me to come out and talk about it. So um, for starters, uh, I'm originally from New Jersey. Grew up, born and raised. Um, I then moved to Philadelphia for about 12 years, including college and work. I also lived in Manhattan. I uh, worked on Wall Street for a very long time as well. Um, I worked in finance as a trader for about eight years. Um, but prior to that, I started DJing when I was in college. Um, I've gone through a lot of really difficult mental struggles and mental health issues during my life. Uh, I have ADD and ADHD. I suffer from severe anxiety, and I've gone through two major depressions in my life. Um, the first one uh, was in college, before I even was into any form of electronic music or even knew what DJing was. Um, I had a really nasty breakup um, where my best friend 
hooked up with my girlfriend for a long time. So it was, it was rough. Um, and on top of that, I was at the point where I just didn't want to be in school. So I thought about dropping out. I thought about a lot of other really dangerous things. And um, a buddy of mine once dragged me, literally dragged me out of the house and said, Dustin, we're doing something because I like didn't want to do anything. I didn't go out, wasn't hanging out with friends, was missing baseball and soccer practice. Um, I was a part of a fraternity where I was the vice president and I didn't even attend meetings. It got pretty bad at one point. Um, but at that point, I think that was, yeah, that was my sophomore year in college. And uh, my buddy's like, yo, we're going to go to this concert tonight. There was a show. It was Avicii and Corella. I had no idea who the hell they were. But my, exactly. My first show ever, I saw Avicii when Levels came out. And it was... Oh, my goodness. Oh. Everything you can imagine. And for like... For those two to three hours that I was there with both of with those artists, like nothing else mattered. I forgot about my problems. I forgot about my issues. I forgot about my piece of crap ex-girlfriend. I forgot about everything. And I thought to myself when everything was over, I was like, yo, dude, why can't everything else be like this? And I became immersed in music and EDM. And not only was it the music that made me feel that way, all the people around because growing up where I'm from in the Northeast, it's very dog eat dog world. It's very, it's very judgmental. Everyone cares about status and um, they're all out for themselves for the most part. When I went away, when I went to this concert, everyone was so welcoming. No one cared about who you were. No one cared about what you did for a living, how much money you made. All they cared about was dancing, having a good time and just forgetting about life. So that's kind of where my music journey started. And from there, I started playing music for all my friends around school. And I would be the one that everyone would go to for your EDM. I would create playlists for our parties. And then it got to a point where I was like, hey, man, why don't you try DJing? And I was like, you know what? If I can help others the way that music helped me, I would love to start DJing. So I started DJing in college and I played for two years through college, um, opened up for some really big artists in school. Uh, my biggest one was probably Blau and Macklemore. And I was, <laughs> yeah, what? That, was my, Macklemore? Yeah, that was my first big show in college. That yeah. is so my lit. Year, I beat out a few other really big artists as well, uh, including Marshmello to open up for him. So <laughs> that was, oh that was, that's incredible. That's a, that's a tiny <laughs> claim to fame for myself, but, um, after I graduated, I kind of gave it up, though, because I started working and then just life happened. And I was working so much that I didn't have time to DJ. I didn't have time to make music. And then I spiraled into a life of work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep, nothing, nothing else. And it was miserable. Um, I was super stressed out. But to me, that's all I knew. My parents were like, you go to school, you get a job, nine to five, and you put food on the table. I come from a very old-fashioned Italian family where I love my parents, but it's the way they lived is not how I wanted to live my life. Um, and for a long time, I it took me a long time to realize what I want for myself was not what they wanted or not what my family wanted. So I uh, I had a really long look at myself in the mirror one day and decided I needed to change. Um, but prior to that, it was a lot of struggling with anxiety and stress and a whole slew of other things. Um, but what kind of put 
tipped me over the edge was another really bad breakup. And uh, my parents thinking I was uh, not doing the right thing with work and I needed to change. So um, I went through another massive depression about five years ago um, and everything kind of just hit me at once. Uh, girlfriend cheated on me. My dad had a heart attack, almost died. I totaled my car um, and was in the hospital for a little bit. Um, all in the matter of about six weeks, five weeks. So um, once that happened, um, I looked at myself and I had to change and I picked up music again. Um, mm -hmm. and, I came, and I told myself that if music could help me get out of it the first time, it could help me get out of it the second time. So um, mm -hmm. I started DJing again, started producing again. Um, and from there I haven't looked back. And then the pandemic hit. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's world changed. And while everyone's world changed, and I would never wish that on anyone again, the pandemic kind of gave me my life back because I still hadn't changed jobs yet. And I was still kind of miserable. Music was helping me again, but I wasn't out of the wake up at 5 a.m., get home at 9 p.m. life. It was, it was tough. So... I finally was able to find a new job and get a life back when the pandemic hit because I had to work from home. I had the time to go to the gym again. I had the time to play sports again. I had the time to look for a job because that's a full-time job in itself. And finally, after using a recruiter, I got a new job and I made sure it was remote because I was not going back into an office ever again. <laughs> oh God, I, I will never go back into an office again. And since... Oh, same. Since I moved here, I have an office downtown. It's a beautiful building. Um, it's yeah, yeah, the Google building on Second Street is where I'm supposed to work. Yeah, like, gorgeous, brand new, so many good restaurants. I've been there twice in six months since I moved here. Oh my goodness, you and I are so similar <laughs> that way. I just have to interject. Like same, like when the pandemic hit, and I was in corporate at the time as well, and we were sent to work from home. My partner and I at the time that we bought an RV and I was like, hey, we're going to Austin, Texas to get out of this North Dakota yes. winter. And like, I didn't get fired because like everybody was remote exactly. anyway. And I was like, what are you going to do without one of your only workers right now? So yeah, definitely took advantage of that. Yep. 100%. <laughs> I, I'm so happy you did that because you're another testament like myself where the, you didn't let the pandemic get you down. Of course, at first, everyone had yeah. their struggles, but I looked at it as an opportunity to finally change my life, whereas I knew a lot of people didn't just stayed stagnant and mm -hmm. let life be. Um, and I'm very appreciative of the way things happened. I know that I have gone through a lot of shit with a lot of troubling times, but I look at them back. I look back at them now and say, hey, you know what? They helped me build who I am today. They helped me change. They allowed me to really look inward and change myself and give myself the life I want. So um, after that, uh, when I got the remote job, it was, where am I going next? So it was here, San Diego or Denver. Uh, I was almost pretty set on Denver and have a few really good friends who pushed me to go out there. But when I came out here to visit Austin, it was just everything I wanted. I fell in love right away. Between the people, the culture, the opportunities, just 
everything the city has to offer. Like I came here and I just felt like I belonged. I felt like I fit in. I felt like I could truly be myself finally for the first time without being judged. So for me, it was a no brainer. It was an easy decision to come out here and I'm not going to lie. It was a lot because I I drove all the way from New Jersey when I moved out here. (laughs) I feel you. I drove down to North Dakota. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a a huge Um, move. And like, I'm 32 years old. I'm not a kid picking up my bags and, and moving halfway across the country, changing careers. Like when I told my friends what I was doing, some of them were like, are you fucking nuts? (laughs) (laughs) I got the same thing when I decided to go. It's like, but I'm so glad I did. It's the same thing. I had this energy and what something about Austin is I feel like here your passions are invited. Like, yes, your passions and you meet these like-minded people. Like when I met you and I heard your music and I was like, this guy's onto something. And like, I'm a dancer. And like, I just felt that same thing. Like it, in it, it's an incubator for passions to grow. And that's what I love. Thank about you. Here. I appreciate that. And, and you're so right. Like when I got here, I realized real quick, it was like back home. It's all people have are their jobs and they live for the weekends out here. When you first meet someone, no one really cares what you do. No one asks, hey, what do you do for a living? They ask, hey, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? What are your interests? Mm -hmm. They care about who you are as a person and what your side hustles are. My my conversation with my friends about what I actually do for a living is usually like way after we get to know each other out here. And that was so refreshing to find out out here as opposed to back up north. So that was – it's – Going to your point on, it's inspiring to be here. Everyone is doing something different. Everyone is doing something in addition to what puts food on the table. And that's one of the biggest reasons I love it out here. And I've only been here for six months and I've, I'm already almost at the point of where I was musically as I was back home because I was playing in New York. I had a residency in Philadelphia. I played on the Jersey Shore. But coming here, I had to start from scratch again. I knew no one. So, uh, (laughs) um, I knew no one at all and, um, except for one really one friend group, but they weren't connected in the music scene. So I had to build everything up. I would, I had to meet people. So, um, it's been a challenge, but a magical journey at the same time. And on top of that, I've gotten to meet some incredible people, incredible friends, uh, people like that I can really share my passions with, with my music and sports and soccer and fitness. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the the fitness stuff too. And you know what you said too, about like when you align with your passion, the doors open faster. I mean, like you're playing at, I mean, you're playing downtown. I've seen you at multiple venues. Like you're playing some pretty awesome shows. And that's like how I met you. I was like, there was a instantly, I just like knew I resonated with your energy because I had that same, kind of thing with my dancing like doors i met sierra shuffle like sierra we're friends now (laughs) that's amazing yeah like we're friends i took her basic shuffle class this past weekend at it was a uh fitness event that was going on at high high brow low brow and instantly connected that's amazing instantly like i want to ask her at a coffee she it's again you find that's what i love about this community i think it's drawing that energy in of people who want more out of life. They, 
they've been through the trenches. Everyone has. They've been through. Yeah. It's so much of your story. I see in my story, a lot of it, everything, even like with your dad, I lost my dad to a stroke suddenly and it's, yeah, but it's like in the end of it all, it's like really inspired me to really go down this health and wellness, dancing movement, energy path because I saw what his life was and I was like, I need something different. You need to do this now. So it's it's inspired. I'm sorry about your loss. And uh, I think it's incredibly beautiful that you've used it to inspire yourself to change, which is probably exactly what he would have wanted. So keep going. You're doing a great job. And thank you for the music, um, the music love as well, because I'm playing all over the city. You're right. Um, in such a short time, I don't even realize it. people have come up to me and they're like, dude, how do you do this? How'd you get into summit? How'd you play higher ground? How'd you already play native? Like you've been here six months. I'm like, I- I'm getting lucky with the relationships that I'm building and people just resonate with my energy, like, just like you, um, people resonate with my story and just being a good, kind person. Like people always say like, good guys finish last or kindness doesn't work anymore. And I'm like, you're insane. Like for people who say that kick, go kick rocks. Like I'm kindness isn't weakness to me. It's given me such amazing networking opportunities by just being me. And I'm able to express that here so much more. And my music has flourished mm-hmm. and I have had so many people reach out to me to play all over the place now. And I, I've, I've got three gigs already for May. I would have, I was supposed to have another three, but one week and I won't be here. Um, so <laughs> everything's moving so fast and I'm just, it's happy to see. Now it's looking back, uh, the younger version of myself would be damn proud of where I am. That is so encouraging. And, you know, you say something that really resonates with me too. Your story reminds me of a part of my life right before I moved here when I was living in North Dakota. And I got to this point where it was almost like a live like you were dying, but it was a live like you were moving. It's a live like this is your last season in this space. And I felt when I allowed myself to just flourish, allowed myself to succeed And not say, oh, I'll do that next week because I have next week. I was like, I have a month left in here. What can we do with it? I ended up being asked, hired by a bar to be a shuffle dancer for them. Paid. That's awesome. The week I left, I partnered with a DJ. Wait, that was Did it for a month. (laughs) But the thing about it is it was a great, it was a litmus test for me. It was like, hey, can I do this in a comfortable space? And then I was like, I can duplicate that. And if this is working now, I'm just moving to a bigger place where it's going to work even more rather than I'm like, it's a starting over. Yes. But like you said, you meet the people. And if you're genuine and kind, then, and your purpose is true and your passions are authentic, you're going to connect with those people, especially in a place like Austin. So I love that. And that's (laughs) great because you said it yourself, you use it as a litmus test and you knew that it would just... Yeah. roll right over into here but you just have to you just got to take that step so many people want to change so many people want to do something different with their life so many people think what if i did this differently but they don't realize that it's a lot easier to do than they think they're just scared of change and if you're welcome and opening to it look what can happen 
Isn't that the truth? Amen to that. <laughs> kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there, so excuse me, but. No, it's beautiful. I think that's what makes it authentic. Yeah. Like those are the things that you that really resonate because how many people can relate to a story of what you've been through? Some aspect of your story is going to be somebody's going to relate to and if they see you coming in with kindness as your main thing and authenticity is your main thing and then just like connecting with community that gives them courage because a lot of people are really scared you know they're scared to step out there into their passion they're like what do people think they're scared of judgment they're scared of failure so i'd love to ask you like how would you encourage people to actually step in and pursue their passions to to elevate their life it's a great question um because there was a point in time where i was too afraid to do this and i was scared um for me, my thing, one of the big things I would say is don't wait, don't procrastinate. Like if you have an opportunity to act, do it. I waited and I didn't act and it took me hitting rock bottom for me to finally act. And I don't want people to do that. Um, I also sought out therapy. I think talking to someone who is an unbiased, who has an unbiased view of everything that you've gone through is an incredibly helpful thing for me seeing a therapist is the best thing i did she helped give me advice um in addition to that um try multiple different things if one way works don't get discouraged say oh well i can't do it now because this didn't work i failed <laughs> a bunch of times before i got here but every single thing i tried to do that was technically considered a failure i used as a learning experience i was like okay you know what that didn't work this time let me try this next time a lot of people will at least try that first thing and then give up. It took me mm -hmm. almost two to three years to find a job to get here. I, I went through numerous headhunters, staffing agencies, recruiting firms, and I gave up a few times. But that little voice in my head kept saying, hey, where, where do you want to be in your life? So I, I had to push myself to keep going. So I, I accepted the failures, I learned from them, and I finally accepted change. For me, it was, I was comfortable where I was. I was making decent money, living a decent life, able to afford rent and put food on the table, but is that really what I want? It wasn't fulfilling. I knew I wanted more. So to me, just like really look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, is this the life you want? Where do you see yourself in three years? Where do you see yourself in five, 10 years? If you think you can get there, do it now. So many people think that tasks of what they do in the future are for the future. No, no, no. Everything you do today and tomorrow and the next day are for two, three, four, five years from now. Everything mm -hmm. I started doing for myself five years ago, I finally started seeing three, four, years ago and now today it's like i go back and i just look at i look at where i was back then and everything all the little steps you've done and it's mm -hmm. for me sometimes i just wouldn't see progress but then i have to remind myself even one percent better is still progress a little bit of progress is mm -hmm. better than no progress at all so those are some of the things that i oh. would uh, i would i would give someone who's watching this advice for that is beautiful. And it's so true. And one thing you said, you know, I, I always go back to this quote, it's you're planting good seeds. 
you're planting seeds for the future and and every seed that you plant in the ground it may not it may take like you said two three four years to get here and to grow but it's the the intention behind planting those seeds that's really gonna really gonna start to grow you and I experienced a very similar thing, you know, it was two, three years ago when I moved out here, I was still in corporate and was able to work remote, but I lived in Austin for four months in an RV with my partner and it really opened my eyes. I got connected with people and places that when it came back to move, like coming back permanently, I was able to reconnect with those people and I didn't have to acclimate. I could dive right in. One person led to two. Uh, Nikki Zaka I met in a spin class led to squash that led to everything else like and it's just like people are amazing that way and so when you're when you're a super connector and a community engager like who and talk about your passions with people you're gonna find people that resonate with you because when you're authentic and you're planting good seeds you're gonna find those people wherever you go so I love that story that's so 100 percent. thank you I resonate with that wholeheartedly living here in an rv for four months is not easy so god bless and it was during (laughs) it was during that snowstorm like it would look like fargo north dakota here in austin it and there was no infrastructure for it it was crazy we had to relocate out of the rv into a hotel luckily i was in hospitality at the time so that really helped it was insane and I thought, what the heck is going on? Is this is this for real? This looks like Fargo right now. And I don't know if you did you hear about? No, that? I, I'm, this is mind blowing to me. What? I looked outside. I was like, it is freaking North Dakota, and it was like negative. That's crazy. It was cold. Shit. Right here. Yeah. People freak out when it gets to thirty degrees, not negative three degrees. That's it, insane. it was insane. We were at the hotel for a week and I had news broadcasters reaching out to me from North Dakota who were like, hey, can we do an interview with you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's chat. Sure. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. So you are rocking and rolling in your space. You're finding your groove here six months in. That's incredible. I'm just behind you. I was four months in. So I would love to hear what have you got next that people can connect with and how can people find you? Okay. So next Wednesday, I'm probably going to be playing somewhere downtown. Um, my buddy just locked in uh, an open decks night. So uh, there will be more details on that coming soon. Uh, I post everything on my Instagram page. It's the biggest page for me. Uh, it is DJ Dills. Uh, it's, I'm sorry. It's DJ underscore Dills, D-I-L-L-Z underscore. I post all the information, everything I have on there. Um, For my music, I also have a SoundCloud page. Um, That link is also in my Instagram. Uh, I put almost, it's like a link tree, but not a link tree. has links to everything. My YouTube channel, my Twitter, uh, my Facebook, uh, my TikTok. Everything is DJ Dills, spelled the exact same way with two underscores. Um, but I have a lot of really cool things in the works uh, this summer. I also have uh, a really big festival in New York City that I might be playing at, uh, but not house music. So I know out here everyone knows me for house music, but yeah. I started DJing as a dubstep artist and a melodic bass <laughs> Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's so cool. Fun fact. Yep. Fun fact. So um, 
now ever since uh, I started DJing house music about a year or two ago, maybe very recent. But coming out here, it's really broadened my taste in music. So, and I'll have more in the works um, for other places downtown. Uh, a new spot that just opened up as well that I'm working with a few other people on. Well, thank you so much, Dustin DJ Dills. This has been an incredible conversation. <laughs> You're always going to, I'm always going to think of this like a, a dill pickle. Like, I'm sorry. It's just like always. <laughs> but. Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. That was amazing. Yes. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember always to stay elevated.